I'm super excited to be here with Dan. Welcome to the podcast. Mate, I'm, uh, I'm honoured to be the first recording. I'm going to claim that. So yeah. you have to keep that in your editor, right? Okay, I will do, we will do. <laughs> uh, so for the people that don't know you, uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Mate, um, so I'm a chef, as you can tell, from mm-hmm. Australia, now living in New York City. Um, I've written a couple of books. I've uh, been on some TV shows and, and now have a restaurant and looking to build... Uh, my mission and uh, help educate and empower people through food. I like that. Um, so why did you choose cooking out of anything? Like, Mate, what was the re- like why, were there any other sports or anything you interested in as a kid? Or Yeah, good question. I, I love sport. I think that's a big part of what actually got me involved in cooking in general. But um, you're like you're part of an awesome family and I love the family time at the dinner table. You know when you're like, yep. you're with your family and yeah. yeah, it's really cool, hey? So like mm-hmm. for me, I love that. I love what food did in bringing people together like that. So um, when I was growing up and wanted to play rugby professionally, I, I'd still have that time at dinner um, and wanted to obviously eat all the food. Like, I don't know if you're like this, but I always wanted to have the biggest bowl of spaghetti bolognese. Right, you always had the biggest bowl of pasta. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, right? <laughs> and, then, and then directly after you're lying in bed, you're like, "Oh, yeah, you're right." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, man, that's what kind of got me into food, and I didn't realize I wanted to be a true chef until I realized I wasn't having to be that typical chef that was like ninety hours a week uh, in a mm-hmm. kitchen where they don't see the light of day. But I could be someone that could really have an impact, and and I saw food as being something that could be impactful. So yeah. I believe you're also a personal trainer. Yeah, yeah. So before I was uh, done research, love it. So before I became a chef, I was a strength conditioning coach. I did my master's in exercise science. And as I was studying, I built a, a PT business. And so yeah, I trained people before going to uni. Um, I then finished uni, go train, and then train some athletes. And yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been super fun. Um, so what dreams, like what were your biggest dreams as a kid? It could be outside of sport, outside of cooking. What were your main ones you can remember? Mate, honestly, I was, I really wanted to play rugby. <clears throat> like I was like, I don't know, I used to watch the Wallabies play. Mm-hmm. Uh, in like Bledisloe Cups and whatnot. And just, I'd look up to all the players. Uh, I'd love, I'd love the battle. I'd love seeing them play, obviously, New Zealand. And, and I think <clears throat> a big part of that was the, the camaraderie you have with your mates. And so every week I'd be playing rugby with my, my team. And so you'd be training a couple of times a week. And then on Saturdays you'd be mm. playing. So uh, you play sport? Uh, yeah, cricket and a bit of footy, basketball. Okay, so you know what it's like, yeah. right? Seeing some of your best mates. And you, it's so good, hey? Yeah. Um, so to, to be able to, th- the thought of doing that for, lo- for like a, a profession really inspired me. So I used to look up to these players like George Gregan, uh, way too young. Mm-hmm. you are for to hearing these guys but um but they're the kind of people that yeah i really looked up to and really wanted to pursue that career for awesome um so i heard that you are you sponsored by under armor yeah how did that come around mate that's a good one this is a really good one for everyone to take away so when you're building your brand you want to be consistent with your brand so you want to be consistent with the type of content you're putting out what values you speak of all the time um, and, and also know the boundaries of those values so like where you would be saying no to and, and over time I built a number of uh, pieces of video and, and written format content on the internet uh, and then you have SEO which is search engine optimization where you know you type something into Google and it'll come up as number one on the search so 
um, Under Armour or after a chef, just someone to help facilitate with some of their athletes and work with some of their uh, online programming. And uh, they kept typing in Healthy Chef and uh, my name kept popping up. So yeah, we sat down, had a conversation and what the scope of work is, what they were looking mm-hmm. for. And here I am as the Under Armour chef. So it's, it's cool, man. Like are you, two things I always talk about is the, the consistency with doing content. So, you know, whatever you want to do with whether it be your t-shirt brand and whatnot is think of something that what you stand for and whatever content you do, just always have that in the keywords. Yep. Um, but even what you speak about, it's really important that your, your personal brand is always true to who you are. Yep. For sure. Um, so are you, I heard that you're planning to run a marathon. So is that empowered by Andromeda? Did they ask you to do it or is it more of a personal interest? Mate, that's a really good question. I, I'm actually, uh, so I'm running it and obviously wearing all my Under Armour kit. Uh, I'm run, running it in part with Under Armour, but also with uh, City Harvest, which is a, it's an organization here that raises money for feeding those in need in New York City, but also preventing food waste. So two really big causes I'm yeah. a part of. So I'm on their food council and running as their captain with um, 50 runners, which would be really exciting. Yeah, it's going to be epic. So. I, uh, I'm very, very proud to have Under Armour involved with supplying the gear for the team. Um, awesome. And yeah, obviously they're, they're supporting every single way because having someone like myself who's fit and energetic and uh, really positive on, on being you know, happy and healthy, they're always getting behind that and then doing it in contrast with, um, in tandem with the, with the City Harvest organization is awesome. Yeah, awesome. So uh, obviously running's one of your hobbies, but what are some other of your hobbies that you like to do outside of the cooking world? Uh, okay, so I was going to say cooking. Um, okay, outside of cooking, um, I do, I, like, I love sport. I love playing touch, cricket. Uh, I love still playing rugby or now I'm in America playing NFL. Uh, like, you know, stand-up paddleboarding is what I did in the North oh, Beach of Sydney. That. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. So I went from surfing to then stand-up paddleboarding out in the, in, in the lake to then stand-up paddleboarding surfing. So any something back in Sydney, I try to get out on the board as best as I can. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of like any, any guy. Like I love catching up with my mates. Uh, I love family time. I really do, and, and admittedly, now that I'm over here, it's a bit harder, but I still make time to try and chat with them, um, and I, I, I do enjoy playing the guitar, so it's kind of like, you know, do the things you love, and very creative, so whether it be playing sport, cooking, or music, and, and those things, and hanging out with the mates, and obviously, I, I have to say, making sure my, my lady feels number one, so yeah. that's, that's really, it's a good hobby of mine, too. Yeah. Um, obviously, to get to Sydney, you need mm. to fly a plane, and I believe you're a Qantas ambassador. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how does that work? Mate, it's, uh, so essentially with Qantas, I, I work with them to, you know, provide awareness behind the causes they're a part of, and outside of, obviously, the travel. So, you know, traveling to destinations earlier this year, we did a campaign with Sacramento and uh, Visit California to showcase a new route they had um, launched. But uh, with that comes the perks of, obviously, being a part of such a prestigious brand, and I think if you think of a brand, this is a good question for you to think of, is like when you're growing up, what's a brand that you know is quite you know, related to you? And I, I think Qantas is so Australian and mm. it's called the Spirit of Australia. Yeah. So um, when that opportunity, opportunity came up, I was like blown away because this is something so, you know, sat, sat, absolutely sentimental to me. So uh, that's awesome. And um, one of like the things I want to involve in my podcast is giving kids um, between 10 to about 20 uh, to kind of learn from pe- the people that are on my podcast. So if you were to relive your, kind of not your teens, but maybe from 10, are there any things you'd tell yourself that might have helped you along the way or 
yeah changed anything oh i love this this is a oh this is an unbelievable question axel man um it's funny i if i look back and said i shouldn't do something i wonder if i would actually have learned from it now mm. if that makes sense yep. so the true answer to that question would be no don't don't alter anything because i love the position i'm in now i think the things that i've made mistakes on have ultimately helped me move forward and so i think as as a child a big part of me is still a 12 year old <laughs> like i'm still a 12 year old kid um but i i i think you'll grow up learning so much about what you have made a mistake on um, more than you will from what you have been successful at ultimately i was saying the other day that getting being successful in life is uh a bunch of mistakes that filter you to success so you are you know like when you're doing a multiple choice question it's called the process of elimination it may you may be looking at your four boxes and it could be a b c or d right ultimately you look at a it's like it definitely can't be that one Mm -hmm. b it can't be that one d could be but i'm not sure e it definitely can't be that one so therefore it has to be c so if you look at it from the same perspective when you're looking at a math test i look at it in the same thing so i've made three mistakes that allowed me ultimately get to the fourth one, which is definitely the way it's gonna work. And that's the way that I kind of perceive um, looking at you know, my past to now where I am today. Yeah, that's actually, like, that's super interesting. <laughs> so for kids that wanna be on the cooking path, mm. um, I know a lot of kids that would love to be like a chef when they get older, what are some good tips you'd give them to be able to, I don't know, get out there and become their, what they wanna be when they're older? Yeah, I think, uh, particularly in food, if you look at what you actually love, like what's what's your favorite meal, Axel? Oh, I don't know. I really like salads. Anything with like a cabbage salad or something. Oh, I just love. Good for you. Mom's taught you well. <laughs> well, like the idea is find something you love and then start making that. You know, that in food, especially in food, do what you love. So make what you love. Get excited by the food, the ingredients. And then you may start to realize you want to learn more about those ingredients. You may want to learn more about how, you know, they are grown and where they can be grown. Um, because ultimately, as a chef, there's there's multiple sides. There's the side of providing food for people, but then also learning where the food comes from. And you're a messenger as a chef, and you're responsible to learn uh, and to be there, able to educate people. So I would say start cooking things you love. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, cook for your family. Start cooking for not just yourself, but the people you truly love. Yeah. Uh, and the best thing is, mum and dad, they're going to be very good, you know, people mm. who to critique your judgment. Yeah. Uh, and so they can help guide you on the mm. right path. But ultimately, and this is across the board, do what you love. Mm. Ultimately, follow your dream in something you love. Yep. My mum has got this thing where I'm not allowed to leave home until I can cook 300 dishes uh, for her. So I don't know if that's going to happen. I might have to How many up to? <laughs> Um, so I, I was thinking <laughs> avocado sandwich, that? avocado sandwich with poached steak, avocado sandwich with some other stuff. On, like that's like, that's that, like, that's, that's three, right? Yeah. Okay. But she's saying, oh, they don't count. Why not? Like how? No. I know. She's there laughing. Like. <laughs> so that, hang on, is that 300 different meals or 300 meals in general? 300 different meals. Okay. I need to know. So I'm got... thinking a Vegemite sandwich, a Vegemite sandwich with cheese, maybe, um, a Vegemite sandwich with a side of sour cream. That, no, that's not a good combo. Well, hey, something. it's still a meal, right? Yeah. You can just go through the spread category. I tell you Dog what. food mixed with cheese. <laughs> there no. we go, Mom. There's, there you go. There's your protein. I've got about 20 there. There we go. <laughs> if you ever need help, mate, I've got over a 1,000 recipes on my website. Oh, yeah. So there awesome. you go. You're sorted. I'll look at your books as well. <laughs> uh, you can go get them if you go on there.
You got a website? I do, mate. Yeah. yeah what is it? Just danchurchill.com. Awesome. Go check out his books. Um, ooh, what should I ask next? Um, yo, do you have any tip? Because you're obviously living a very healthy lifestyle. Um, got any tips for people that want to like keep healthy but still be able to, you know, do what they love and get time for exercising and yeah, stuff like that? Definitely, man. Definitely. The uh, the idea to exercise. Firstly, similarly, find an exercise you actually love. So a lot of people don't like running. I'm, mm. I'm not a massive long distance runner. I'm doing that for a cause, right? But I love uh, boxing. I love going to the gym and doing what's called CrossFit. Um, I love CrossFit. Yeah, love exactly. So like do what you actually love. Um, but start out by, I do feel like I'm, I'm at the stage now where it's part of my ritual to go to the gym for the purpose of my mind. But starting out, Find a reason or a goal or something to, to look towards, whether it be, you know, doing 10 push-ups, um, mm. you know, learning uh, how to do the correct sit-ups, all these kind of things. Yeah. And find ways to then, like, you know, build that into your calendar. So for someone like, you know, someone your age, the importance of getting the right technique is oh so crucial. Your body's a sponge right now. Yeah. Yeah? So anything you do for the first time, they're going to want to adapt to. All right, yeah. so it's important that you guys get the technique down right pat. Um, but yeah, essentially, do something you love. If you go for a run, you love running, go for a run. Play sport you love. Do it with your yeah. mates. Do it with people you, your friends. Yeah. Like you're an age where you see your mates, and that's what yeah, gets you I going. Yeah, I see them every day. Exactly. Like, that's what my dad says. He's like, oh, I so wish I was your age, because I only get to catch up with my mates, you know, once a week, yeah. once every second yeah. week in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> when mum lets him, right? Yeah. <laughs> very very true <laughs> and so because I want to make my podcast short so everyone can do it I just have one last thing which I kind of want to adapt to and that's what I'm it's kind of a spin the wheel so I have I think it's about 15 questions depending on time I'll see how many we'll end up doing sweet so um, let me just is this a timer it. situation huh this is a timer situation this is great Um. so what I'm gonna get you to do? Oh, I accidentally spin it. Just tap on it, I okay. think, and it should be able to spin. Yeah, spinning, yep. spinning, spinning the wheel. Spinning the wheel. Your first question. Okay, favorite song, and you gotta sing a bit of it. Oh. Yes, this is actually the one I wanted the most. Oh wow! What's my favorite song? Oh, I don't have it. What's the song you like? Okay, oh, I like everything, mate. I like everything from Justin Bieber right through to Sam Hunt. He's an American dude. Um. Gosh, give me a. Uh, uh, I need a, I need an upbeat one. Oh my god, I'm absolutely mind blanking. Let me look at my uh, Spotify quickly. Oh, I see what he's got. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You, you well, here we Can go. I put the Can I put the song on at the same time? Is it got to be solo? How's it um, work? I'll give you like an instrumental. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I need I need to hear these lyrics. Okay, okay, Jesus, he's really put. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, oh, hang on, this is a good one. Yeah, I like this one. This oh, is what Ed Sheeran, oh, yeah, this Shape of, of You. This is one of ours. We'll listen to it. I don't know. Okay, we're going through a little intro bit. Okay. Oh, hang on. Do I know the words? Or there's a place. Oh, hang on. I know the chorus. Hang on. Here we go the chorus bit. This is, this is great. This is the best bit about my segment. True love. Your love is handmade for somebody like me. Come on now, follow my lead. Don't mind me, say boy. Let's just talk too much. There you go. 
Awesome. I don't know if that would be copyright. Um, <laughs> we might have to. We'll see how it goes. Well, Ed Sheeran, love your work, mate. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll just phone Ed Sheeran. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, casually, yeah, can I use your episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's unavailable at the moment. Oh, isn't he? Oh, he's just too busy on Twitter. Yeah, okay. he probably yeah, is, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's do a few more because okay. we've got a fair bit for time. Sweet. The second question is... What's your secret talent? Oh, mate. Secret talent. Um, We can't do it today because it's going to go over time, but I can hold a plank for 20 minutes and have a five kilo weight on my back. No way. How yeah. do you... I could, I, the other day I was selling across YouTube and I saw the world record where a female held it for four hours. I know. It was 50, it was 50 minutes, like probably about five years ago and I'm like oh I could probably do that and then all of a sudden I saw that I'm like yeah not happening <laughs> well, uh, like firstly that's unbelievable secondly how do you get the time to sit there yeah. for four hours <laughs> yeah how do you train for that yeah. it's like a lot of alone yeah. time yeah mom I'm just gonna go train for my world record plank I'll just be out for three and a half hours She's going to listen to about four of your mom's episodes of your podcast actually. yeah that'd actually be a good one to waste some time and um, Oh, well, that's actually, I can hold a plank for about 56 seconds if there I'm not you go, mate. No, I can't. Oh, I can, but I'm, I'm not that good at it. Next question. So, obviously, you have your chick, um, cafe at Charlie Street in New York. You guys should go check it out if you're ever in New York. Um, if you were to open another store or cafe, where in the world would it be and why? Uh, ooh, great question. Well, our next location is going to be in New York, so we're going to do a few Charlie Streets, quite a few. Um, but... I definitely want to go open up uh, in London. I would oh, love to do London. I'd love to do China as well. They're two big ones we want to be a part of. And of course, I do want to have something in Australia at yeah. some point in my life. Where in Australia? Melbourne or Ooh. up where you live? Gold- you live yeah, in no, Sydney. It's Northern oh. Beaches. Um, very similar to the layout of Goldie. But Sydney's interesting. I'd love to have it there. But at the same time, I... I wouldn't go back and kind of relax. So it may, it may be a case of having it in yeah. Melbourne so I can keep Sydney my uh, little, little yeah. away place. Yeah, holiday, yeah, exactly. nice place. I reckon we have a few time for a few more if that's okay with Perfect, you. Perfect, mate, go for it. Uh, there's a few I really want. Them yeah, yeah, it's like he's trying to land on one of these spinners. Favourite veggie? Ooh, and Ooh, why? Uh, oh, I'm struggling with this. I'd like so many. Jeez. I'm going to say sweet potato. It's so versatile, but they remind me of, uh, you know, they're a little rough around the edges, like me, um, but everyone wants to play with them, (laughs) ultimately. For sure. I reckon we have time for like two two more. Yeah, about two or three more. Oh, this is one I felt. Did anyone ever doubt you when you were coming out to be a chef? Um, uh, Yeah, all the time. Everyone doubts me all the time. You're going to have plenty of people doubt you in everything you do. You're going to have... And, and doubt can be in so many forms. You can have the obvious, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, people say, I don't think you should do this, or the ones where people turn you down. Yeah. When someone turns you down on an opportunity, it means because they doubt that it's going to succeed, or you're yeah. going to succeed. Yeah. You have. I have plenty mm-hmm. of those growing up, and I'll have them going forward. Yeah. It's how you turn around on them. That's why you'd never give up, because yeah. you'll ho- hopefully get to a good spot. Exactly, mate. And let's see what else. This thing's amazing. Oh, what's the next one? There's like two I really wanted to land on before we finish it. Oh, this is favorite city. 
that's got it. That's a good one. My home is always going to be Sydney, but um, if I was to say my favourite city is a place called San Gimignano, which it's just outside of uh, it's in Tuscany in Italy, and it's a beautiful medieval like castle area where it's just got oh, everything yeah. artisanal. You can make pasta from scratch. It's got the world's best gelato. So I mean, enough said. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go. That's I'm yeah. gonna put that on my bucket list. Yeah, put that there. Thanks, mum. Yeah, thanks, mum. <laughs> It's only about a, what is it, 10 hour flight? Ah, uh, from here it's only six, but yeah, 24 from six. Yes, that's my favourite one. Oh, would you get? What would you say if you sat next to Donald Trump on a long flight? What would you talk about? <laughs> wow, this is great. Oh, I actually want this opportunity. Um, That'd be great. Firstly, I'd, uh, he's big into steak, so I'd offer him some. I'd offer him my plant-based chorizo uh, to to make sure he's super happy. You're a vegetarian. Yeah, steak. so it's essentially making sure he understands the power of plants. So I'd definitely do that. Um, Anything you'd address to him? <laughs> I would definitely love to talk to him more about his understanding of climate change. Uh, that's something that's huge to me and mm. impactful. So he's very good at looking after. Um, the US and what's best for the US. And so it's interesting and we'd love to hear his, his thoughts of talking about climate change and um, globally and how much of an impact the US has on that. That's really interesting. I reckon we're gonna finish on one more and then I reckon we will call it. This is a great little tool you got here, Axel. It's so glitchy. <laughs> so please, I'll do what I really wanted. Oh, I guess this is actually a good one to finish on. What is your favorite quote or Favorite quotes, if you can't have one, you can choose a few. Oh, I do have a couple. Um, and, yeah. But I've completely blanked on them. <laughs> oh, that's not a uh, You know, and you don't need the thing, you know where it is. Yes, the and day all of a sudden, you're like, where exactly. Is it? I haven't used quotes in a, like probably about three months, which is quite interesting, but I used to, there's a couple I used to live by quite often. I, I have my own quotes. I love to say to control the controllable. I think that there's only there's like there's no not much point dwelling on the things you can't control in life so the things you can control you should nail those down you can't control you know the issues that are decided by someone else but you can mm. control and putting yourself in the best position for that decision to be made yep i really like that that's a great one to finish on thank you so much for being on this podcast on my first ever taped podcast um, that's amazing mate i'm stoked to be number one yeah <laughs> hopefully yes. hopefully number one of many yeah um, thanks mate and i look forward to chatting with you soon thank you thanks axel